You are now listening to Chat and Chew with your boy Lou. Yo, 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 what it do? It's your boy Lou with another episode of Chat and Chew. Today, we're going to run it back, man. We're going to run it back again. We're going to go back with uh, some more, man. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna tap in with some more, see what he got going on. He got some uh, information probably going to hand out today. Um, we're going to recap on what we talked about on the last episode. We're going to go in depth a little bit more because I feel like... Uh, the the uh, story is gonna help somebody else uh, today, or even later on if they hear it later on, hear this episode later on. But yeah, so um, I'm about to uh, tap Samoa in in just a second. be telling lies I know I know I know niggas that be acting shy they just want that twinkle little star between your thighs then you give it up and then you always asking why they be leaving Dreams, huh? There goes my rain. 
right, I got Samo on the line. What's going on, Samo? Yo, you already know what it is. I got uh, just woke up, two hoes beside me. <laughs> uh, we'll go for a job, but we in quarantine. Okay. Hey, Sheila, go cook. <laughs> yeah, I was getting ready to ask you. You know, it's chat and chew time, so. What's good? What's good in the kitchen? What you eating on? Yo, right now I'm eating, um, you know, I think the last time I was eating a, a vegan peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. Eating the same shit. <laughs> Why are you eating the same stuff, man? Switch it up. I did. Last time we spoke, you know, I ate some other stuff, but... You just happened to call me. You, had, you happened to catch me on peanut butter and jelly day. Oh, okay. You eating it right now as we speak? You damn skip. Okay, all right. Okay, so um, before I, uh, I brought you on, I was I was saying to the people that we can go in depth a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna just jump right into it, man. Um. We're gonna go to our questions later. We had more questions from um from our last episode, so that's why we decided to run it back. But before we go to our questions, um we're gonna go back down memory lane a little bit. Uh so uh a lot of people might know now that me and Samo grew up kind of together or around each other because of our because of our uh ancestors <laughs> so um boom so basically we kind of like departed you know as we got older you know what i'm saying you know like the thing as far as the triangles of faith kind of like departed they kind of withered away started doing their own thing venturing off and doing their own thing his mother uh was uh she's big in our community she was doing her thing and uh people started uh from the group started started their own churches um you know things like that so um later on in our uh, i guess adult years yeah because you were out of yeah you were out of school by then we were both out of school so basically um yeah. Well, I actually went back to school because, well, I'm going to get to that right now. So, boom. Um, I kind of, like, feel like Samo was my guardian angel this day. Um, this, this particular day, uh, I was walking down the street to one of my friend's house. Uh... Just so happened, Samo was passing me. So I guess he, you know what I'm saying, seeing me. And I I waved, you know what I'm saying, like, yo. He hit hit the reverse, backed up. So we started chopping it up. Long story short, it was cold. He gave me a ride. We were kind of going in the same direction. And uh, to be honest, I started seeing him more and more after that. because. Uh, my friend that I whose house I was going to, 
um, Samo was singing in a group with his sister. And they would, you know, be in there practicing or whatever sometimes or just, you know, playing around singing and not, you know, play around, joke around. And then finally one time uh, Samo asked me uh, to sing in a group because he needed a tenor. And uh, right then and there, I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Come on, man. You know you know what kind of life I'm living right now. Like, how am I just, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I said that to say um, change, you guys. I always talk about change on my show, like, or doing, being different or bettering yourself. And uh, right then and there, it was an opportunity for me to make a change. And um, I, you know, I said, okay, I'm going to um, take you up on this and I'm going to come see how y'all look in practice. I went to the practice or whatever. And it was a good vibe. Like, it wasn't nothing like uh, real churchy, like. It was something that would would draw a young person in, and I appreciated it. So I've I've like fell in love with you know music is a beautiful thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Music, um, it's healing. It it saves lives, and um, it you you can you we use music for all all sorts of things, all types of emotions. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So uh. That music drew me in, and then eventually the lifestyle that Samo was living drew me in also. And he kind of like, you know, became my guardian angel, I would say. And uh, now I'm married to my wife, who sung in the group also, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I have two beautiful nieces and uh, well a niece and nephew and um i have a, a nephew on the way you know what i'm saying but from just from you know making that connection through music you know what i'm saying <laughs> at the end of the day and that lifestyle of being a christian and you know find having faith and finding my wife now I'm living a life of, you know, destiny. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got something going for myself. And that's why I, I say that Samoa is like my guardian angel sometimes. But I'm going to let him talk now. And and uh, he probably want to. What you got to say about. I'm definitely a guardian angel. To a lot of these niggas out here, um, no, I had to make a little joke. Mm -hmm. Um, yo, that day, I don't even know what made me stop that day. Well, clearly, God, right? Because um, I didn't see your face, even though I know I knew who you were, but I didn't see your face that day, right? And it's crazy that I seen you by the the building that they used to do Women of Purpose in in Reed Street, even though. That's your neighborhood. But that's that's a 
that that's that's a point though. Like that's <laughs> wow. I ain't even think about that until you just said that. It's kind of like picking up where you left off. Um, but even when we linked up, there had been years that we had been around each other. Mm-hmm. So it was like. Yeah, because we we uh we were at the basketball camp. Let's tell that story, yo. First, yeah, let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all who this nigga really is. Mm. This nigga mean, y'all. <laughs> yo. <laughs> so I went to the um, Sammy Hines basketball camp. Shout out to Sam Hines. I'm gonna have him. Shout out to Sam Hines, Uncle Sammy, and um, my mom. She used to always. It's just me, my mom, and my sister. So anything that revolved around like sports or like manly shit, mm. she would sign me up to do it if it was free. Um, cause <laughs> she didn't let me do Boy Scouts. Cause when they asked for that one fifteen, she said light bill, Boy Scout. We going with the light bill, right? So you know, Sammy hit my mom with the one two hookup. Cause they go way back. Mm. So I'm in a basketball camp, ain't got no damn business in nobody's basketball camp. You you did though, like I, we had this conversation though. Luigi, All it's right. okay. Okay, I know you're trying to build me up. It's okay. I ain't had no coordination, man. I'm I'm not paying attention. That's what it was. Yeah. At the end of the day, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so we was doing. We was getting ready to do some exercise. Where um, it's like uh, two lines facing each other, and each person is throwing the ball, and then you know you like run to the side and get in the defense position. So I'm like looking at one of the coordinators because they were telling somebody else to do something when I should have been paying attention and just you know ready for what was coming my way. Before the, the damn thing even started, Luigi saw that I wasn't paying attention. This fool gonna throw the ball at me. <laughs> like I'm looking away, and all of a sudden I get hit. Like, <laughs> like the breath got knocked out of my body, and all I hear is, "Pay attention, man!" <laughs> Nobody. The, the exercise wasn't about to start. He just saw me like not paying attention, and he saw that as an opportunity. To knock the wind out of my breath. <laughs> no, so bro. Stop. One bruh. of the few things. Stop, bro. The few um, abuses that no. I went through as a child. Um, yeah. my tissue. <laughs> tissue. I'm, I said I won't gonna cry. Um, but no, this nigga knocked the wind out of me. I actually had to sit out. Okay, man. I had to go sit on the bleachers because um, it was at Torres Now Middle School. I had to sit on the bleachers and um, for a little while. Did you get some water? Hey, look, when I want to go sit on the bleachers, you remember what you said to me, man? What? Come on. Man, you ain't hurt. <laughs> so, you tell him to go to hard ass basketball and I won't even aware. My bad. So, I apologize. Hey, listen. This is my opportunity. Hey, if I've ever done anything to anybody out there that's you listening, did. You did. I apologize. <laughs> I, I know I, I really got some do. to apologize to. I really do. I apologize, honestly. So yeah, um, all right, go back to <laughs> go back to the uh <laughs> the car. Yeah. 
right, so um, I seen somebody like wave, so I just went back and I seen it was like, I was like, oh, this the uh, it's the dude that I um, grew up with. And so I think you was like, well, you about to go, bro. I was like, down Vance Street. He was like, oh, drop me off at my people's house. I was like, all right, bet. This nigga get in the car. First thing he do, look at, like, start looking around like any nigga would. Like, let me see what I can get. Let me see what I can take. <laughs> so I know nigga. So I'm like, nigga, you ain't getting no money. And so he was like, man, let me get them gloves. I looked down at my hand. I had just bought them gloves from um, American Eagle. And I was like, nigga, no. He was like, I. <laughs> so, <laughs> did I draw you off over, um, what, um, what's the, what's the, um, the Barnes house? Yeah. Draw you off over the Barnes crib. And you was like, all right, thanks, G. I was like, all right. And I ain't seen you for like maybe a few weeks after that. And then I went over there because I used to go over there all the time. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was like, me and Kendall was probably writing a song or something. And you used to like peep your head in the room. We were serious too. Yeah. Like you thought it was Tony Brass and the baby face. Like we took everything serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I eventually asked you to um, join the group. Cause I was like, yo, this dude singing. Like, I remember him singing back in the day. It ain't nothing but tell him. He can hold that down. And then you was like, I'm going to come to a rehearsal. I'm going to let you know after I come to the rehearsal. So, I guess we are the whole group auditioned for you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you, know, you was big time, you know. Um, no. Nah. I remember what you had on too. You had on some um, plaid shorts, some city trends, <laughs> some slouch socks, some, Af- um, some Air Forces that was white. And you had on a uh, tall white tee. You had no hat on. No, bro. <laughs> driving the Lexus back then. Oh man! And so you came. It was um Michelle Hargrove damn church over there at Five Points. Yeah, used to let us rehearse in there. And you came. You was like, I'm gonna let you know. And I was like, Damn, I feel like I'm gonna be on for his ass. Right. <laughs> but you eventually joined, and it's cool because <clears throat> I remember we went to. That's how you met Jelly. Not mm-hmm. I don't take no credit for that at all. It's just how y'all met. So y'all, uh, why you saying that? It's always controversy on like who approached who me with me and her. I keep trying to oh. tell her she slipped you slipped me her number type. Sis, I love you. You definitely did that. She um was sitting in church <laughs> and she was she texted me and she was like she said something about um. She said something about you. She insinuated like, "I like him." What's up with your boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, what it was. was. With your boy, something like that. On some hood shit. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "What's up with your boy?" And I was like, "Um, who, Lou?" And she was like, "Yeah, get him my number." And I was like, "All right." So, I remember in the beginning when we when y'all first started talking. She never came over your house alone. I was always with her. Yep. She would come scoop me up and be like, um, let's go over to Luigi's house. Mm-hmm. And so I would go over there with her if I weren't already over there anyway. 
Right. Or she'd be like, oh, where you at? I'm at Louis Jazz. I'm yeah. about to come over there. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll all go get something to eat or something like that. So that's how y'all started talking. So after a while, I kind of was like, you know, they need to be around each other by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and then we eventually started going I venturing think, out by ourselves. Yeah, she probably won't remember this. I think one time I was born, she asked me to go over your crib and I was like, oh, not that she was like, can you go over there? She won't beg it or nothing. It was like on some French because we was always around each other, especially me and um, Jelly and me, her, PJ, and Alexis. It was one day I was like, I ain't, um, I told her I couldn't go, mm-hmm. even though I wanted to come, but I just knew like, I ain't, ain't want to be like the third wheel, even though I'm still the third wheel in y'all relationship. Love my position. Um, <laughs> the best restaurants. Um, yeah. Have my own room when I go to the house. So it's I'm, I'm winning. You're right. Um, <laughs> you lit in the third wheel position. I'm lit in the third wheel. You got to know. You got to get you a good third wheel situation, B. <laughs> You know, niggas always be like, man, I ain't about to be the third wheel, bro. You, man, you out about to, man, give me a girl, bro. She, she ain't got no friend, bro. Bro. We, we was on going to church together, so one, on, one that many left. Really? I was good, though. You know, I'm private. I have a whole girlfriend. Y'all don't know nothing about the tears. Oh. Mm. But, um, mm. yeah, it was, it was that. And I'm glad you joined the group because you were um, transitioning and you had a lot that you wanted to move forward from. Yeah. Not just yeah. From, but you had a lot that you was like dealing with and you, I think at that time we all needed to be stern and in something that gave us a foundation. And and I'm telling you, bro, it, it did it for me. It gave me like because we was gigging like every week, bro. Bro, three shows a weekend. So it was like um some something to look forward to, like because we was practicing during the week, and at that time I was I was back in school. I was back in um going to prep school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, playing ball. So I and I was you know I had something something to motivate me to to be on that right path. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So you gotta have something to help structure you. Yeah. When you um, are transitioning or when you are going to a new level. Mm-hmm. You need some type of source, some type of community to be a part of, just to keep your mind on point. Yeah. Especially where we're from, you definitely need something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it did that for a lot of people and um, the group. When you say the group names, RDP. RDP. Shout out to everybody that participated. Yeah. Uh, came out and 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 uh, you know supported whatever you know. It was it was a it was a ride, man. It was a good journey. Yeah, it was. And you yeah. know it even with within within that good ride and that good journey. I had some storms. Are you remember one night we was coming from gigging and I got pulled over by the cops? Yep. That was doing traffic on what's it called? 
Not a traffic jam, but um, not a pit stop. What's the um, traffic check? I mean, uh, I guess the DUI joints. Yeah, that was just um checkpoints, um, check whatever it's called. Yeah, the check, all the check, that's what it is, a checkpoint. And I don't think you had your license on you or something like that. No, what happened was <clears throat> my license were revoked and I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Nigga, at least they didn't take you in at night. Right. I can hear you now. Man, I can't even serve God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, it was it was something like my mom told me she was like you trying to um you trying to do well, you keep trying to do well and it seems like this this license thing is is what's trying to keep you you know, the devil is using that, that, you know, because it was like continuous, like something was always going on with my, with my license, bruh. Yeah. And, um, it started to get annoying, man. Like, what the, so that, I think that was the last time I, uh, really, uh, had an encounter with the law about my license and being revoked and stuff. But through my teenage years, like from 19 to like 22, that joint, no, eight from, no, 17, because I first got my joints when I was 17. And I got some license that you can, it was some old buck the system type joint that my mom came up with she did with my brother but once it once it went down with me like the people had caught on so you can go get your license in with like without the insurance or whatever it was a it was a certain class of license and you was good you know what i'm saying it was like a fleet vehicle you could only drive fleet vehicles or something like that or like rental rental cars, you know. But um, so a Mexican had hit me, right in the back. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I I mean I I apologize. A Spanish man. You ain't said no wrong. It just it was hilarious. So a Mexican, I just it's just like did he hit you out of nowhere? No harm, no harm, no no harm, no foul, bro. A Spanish man hit me, right? <laughs> Latino man. A Latino man hit me. Okay. <laughs> In the back. Matter of fact, one of the boys was with me. So, one of the boys' kids was with me. Not to, you know, call names and stuff. But anyway, um... I got in trouble because I had that type of license. So this is a lesson out here, guys. Don't try to buck the system. Like, do what you got to do to get by. For real. Do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Just do what, because eventually it's something going to happen and you're going to be taking a fall. 
but and taking the L. But anyways, so that that kind of like messed up my license stuff from the beginning. And on from 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 then to like, I'm gonna say, yeah, 22 years old, 23 years old, I had license issues. I know, I know. But I always had a vehicle. Can't walk. You're a scammer. Anyway, go ahead. Know, um, Don't say that, bro. Oh, oh yeah, he's triggered you. Yeah, cause I I just I just got scammed. Nigga, don't get soft on me, nigga. Uh You know we know scammers on front. I'll put that shit out. Right. But you know, I just told I I just told the boys back home, I said that PHR stuff kept caught up on me. (laughs) They go that's Pimp Hustle Rob. I don't do none of this stuff now, but I mean, it could be like karma is a, what Cardi Rand said the other night. Oh, she said, my best friend is karma and she a mother. <laughs> she a kid. What she said that? Cardi Rand said it on Love Me Hip Hop. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't been watching Love Me Hip Hop. I need to catch up. Yeah, that joint is hilarious. The girl was C- Sierra, I think her name Sierra was crying last the other night. Boy, that face she be making, dog. You yeah. gotta see it. <laughs> they gotta have a meme out or something. But anyway, that license thing just took me like through. You know what I'm saying? And um, I was able to, you know get that together and move on and still stay strong and you know with the help of now my wife then you know what I'm saying she was uh she was my girlfriend at the time like you know but she uh she would you know come scoop a nigga or whatever Come scoop a nigga or whatever. <laughs> but um yeah man my my um my next Alright, let's talk about why the group ended. No, I'm playing. <laughs> my next thought right now is to uh go go to these questions that we were asked. So um who did they ask that nasty ass question the last time? Did they did they have any more questions this week? No. <laughs> Little nasty. Hey yo, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. All right, somebody asked, "Are you single?" I ain't. I ain't I'm not calling any um. Names anymore? Why not? Cause I'm not. <laughs> Am I single? No, I'm album. <laughs> I like putting out albums. 
Next question. Somebody said, when is the next album coming out? Tonight. On God? On Satan, because it's a lie. <laughs> you stupid, man. All right. Somebody say, "Who do you who do you want to um date that's in the industry?" No damn body. <laughs> you don't like industry people. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't gonna say that. I'm, not <laughs> nah, I'm good. You good. I'm good. Why you good? Huh? Let's I'm talk. Let's talk. I'm going to some real. No, it just, that come with a lot. Like, it just. Mm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold that thought. Hold on, hold that thought. All right, before before you answer this now, be sure. be clear, the people are listening. All right, go. Uh, what I'm doing? You telling me what what type of shit? <laughs> <laughs> why I wouldn't? Um, why I don't want to date nobody in here? Yeah. Cause I want something that's outside of what I do, and I rather just be friends. All right, casual. Yeah, I want to learn some. You know, yeah, I just want to know about something that's like that is scientist, or you know, you ain't trying to music your, yourself to death. No, because then it's like career diff. You know, status is in the career. Like I'm good. I'm solid. I want my. I can. I can I don't mind somebody being bigger than me or, you know, all of that, but if it's vice versa, I ain't got time for that. Right. I done dealt with it before. I'm good. Mm. Does that hurt, like, when you deal with that situation? It used to. Going through it, it hurts. Yeah, it used to, but now I understand, like, oh, you got your head. Oh, okay. You got some shit you need to work out. Because I ain't done that. Right. But be great. I can't stop being great. Hey. That's all you can do, too. It is be great. <laughs> ain't, nothing, ain't nothing else. Ain't, we ain't accepting nothing else. And me being great don't mean I'm better than somebody else. Right. All right, somebody said, what's your views on spirituality? Keep God first. Okay, let me get some rounds. Um, I think it's a broad question, like what's my views on spirituality? I believe that 
I believe in different strokes for different folks. What may resonate to one person may not resonate to the other. I think that's um, why we have different cultures, mm. different continents, right. you know, different types of food, different skin tones. There's like it's, it's a lot of um, things that make us all different. So whatever you resonate with, whatever you th- you know to be true to yourself, be true to that. Mm. Yeah. Um. I seen something the other day that said, I think it was on Twitter, that a lot of people are a part of religion, certain religions, because they were born into it. Um, but uh, if you know God for yourself, it's, a, it's like a way different experience. Yeah. I can't say that, um, you know, that religion, that's not a true religion. That's, oh, uh, uh-uh, that's, they are, they believe in, if you were born in that culture, you wouldn't be speaking about it that way. We speak from what we know. Yeah. So if you only know a little bit, you can only speak a little bit. You might say a lot, but the, the power of your words will only go so far because you only know a little bit. Like, to know God gives me chills. Like I just think about stuff that He's done for me. Like I know I haven't done it for. I have not done these things for myself. Um, I put myself in a lot of uh, bad situations that I could not get myself out of. So I know for a fact that um, it was nobody else but a higher power that done it. And yeah. You know, the fact that I read the Bible and um, it makes sense to me and it makes uh, it's it's parallel to my experiences. Um, that's why I, I hold to my my faith and my um, my beliefs. That's dope. Yeah. So, and <clears throat> I I wouldn't have I, I kind of lost la- lost track of that along the way, but you know, it goes back to the scripture. You know, you, you train up a child in a way that it should go. When they get older, they will not depart from you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We were raised around the anointing. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That day Aunt Eula made you pray in the, in the yard? Yo. Shout out to Aunt Eula. You can't say Aunt. Rest, you gotta say Aunt, Aunt Eula. Rest in peace Aunt Eula. But Yo. yeah, like, that's stuff that we grew up around. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I feel some people's pain when they say they feel like, you know, stuff is drilled into them and beat into them to be believers of something. But I say, you know, find your find your belief, find your own belief and, you know, let it resonate 
with you. But you got to find something because everybody needs something to hold to and, and, and you know, help them grow. Like, so, yeah, that's my, my, my view on that spirituality take. But, yeah, uh, moving on. So... I seen you post some um some tight pics up in on IG. You did. Let's talk about that. Who designed the clothes? You know who uh took the photos and all of that. Um, I'm styled by Quincy Art. Yeah, I work with this amazing photographer, Sancho, out of Charlotte. North Carolina. Okay. And I, I met with him a few months back and talking about this concept that I wanted to do. And um, he directed the shoot and it came out amazing. I had, I've actually had those photos for, I did that shoot a while back. It was. Teddy Riley. Okay. Um, I think it might have been the end of last year or early 2020 when I did that shoot. Mm. The picture was fire, so I was like, yo, I'm going I'm to hold these until, it's, until I feel it's time. So. Yeah, you've you been putting some um dope picks up during this quarantine, blessing your fans, the force. Yeah, I love my fans, man, for real. They know I love them too. Yeah. So you did a live last night too, right? I did. I just uh, I felt glad to get on and like just share energy with the force. Anybody else that wanted to come on, just vibe out. That was dope. We talked on uh, actually last night. Talked about not being, uh, not not living in guilt. Mm. You know, I used the example of when the young girl, uh, a young girl, is like 16, 15, 14. She has, um, she gets pregnant. She has a baby. Mm. There's a certain guilt that comes with that, especially if she in the church. For sure. But that guilt somehow stays with that girl. And so I was talking to um, this lady one day, and she, when she talked about her son, she was like, yeah, my son, you know, I had him when I was young. And, you know, it was, a, it was a big thing. It was a big deal in the family. And as she was talking, I was like, hmm, that thing's still on you. you she, she turned into a 16-year-old right in front of me. Mm. And I wanted to say something, but I didn't feel led to. I just took it as a lesson for myself. Like, bro, don't live in guilt. Like, understand that when something is over, it's done. Yeah. So, and it also comes with forgiving yourself. Yeah, you got to, man. Yeah. You got to. 
can't let go of guilt if you haven't forgiven yourself. That's the only way. That's the only way you can move on. And and like, that's why I I say for your music, it 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 uh it it helps me, bruh, because. I I've I've dealt with some stuff that you know what I'm saying, and it like it, I learned how to move on when I heard when I, when I heard that song. I learned how to move on from some stuff, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. forgive myself for some stuff, and like share stuff that share things that I've done in my past that I were was ashamed of. Yeah. Share it with someone else. So that they won't make the same mistake, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, that's why I use this platform, that's why I use my coaching platform to tell kids, you know, you know, not to carry that guilt and not to carry that shame when you make mistakes. You get you get knocked down, get back up, dust yourself off, keep going, make a change in yourself for the better. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. But go ahead, what you was about to say. I forgot. Okay, my bad. Yeah, I'm, no, it's not a bad thing. It's just I don't do the thing anymore where when I'm when somebody's talking, I'm prepping what I'm about what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. I just tune into what they're saying. So uh, yeah, so that I don't live in I don't live in guilt anymore though. One thing I will say is something about the thing that's hard for you to say, that thing that's hard for you to admit, that's what's holding you back. And you don't have to get online and tell everybody your damn business because everybody isn't meant to carry you spiritually like that. Mm. But you should find someone or a group of people that you know are for you and let those things off of your heart mm. that you've been carrying. Yeah. That's, that's very important because it's funny how some things are hard for us to say, like, yeah, I did this, or I, uh, you know, I, I don't want to bring up in it, or I robbed this person, or I, um, I cheated that one time, and it's hard for you to say it, or, um, Anything that has happened to you or something that you have done that is hard for you to say, find a way to say it because that's bringing it up and out of you mm-hmm. to where it won't imprison you anymore. Yeah. And whether you know it or not, you keep holding on to that thing, you're going to keep thinking about it. Keep thinking. Absolutely. You can be eating dinner. And boom, you get a, you, that thing and creep up thinking about it. Damn. And you and just. That's torment. That's mental torment. Mm-hmm. And we have the power to. Break that. To break that. Yeah. But we, you, you can have the power to do something, but if you don't have the tools, you, you can't, um, can't execute it. So, so let's, tools, let's. I was about to say, so let's talk about that. What are some tools that we can use to. To break that chain. Accepting what happened. Okay. And, under, and understanding that just because this didn't just happen 
to me. This happened for me. Mm. I'm supposed to learn something out of this. Everything that happens has is a, there's a lesson attached to it. But some people they don't take the lesson; they take the pain. Mm. How about this? It also happened for to me for somebody else. See, I'm selfish. I be like, I don't want to go to nothing for nobody else. Right, so, but you know, <laughs> but but I mean, that's that's that's. that's Bible that is a, that's definitely a thing. That's and I've bro. definitely been in situations where um, somebody will bring something up, and I have the exact word for that person because I've already gone through what they went through. The ultimate sacrifice, bro. Come on, man. He paid it all for us, bro. So you 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 can't sit here and tell me that you ain't never been through nothing for somebody else. Shoot. Definitely have. But like you said, you get so I, I get angry at the fact like I'll be like, why me? Screaming. <laughs> and you know, I don't ask why me anymore because I understand that if it's presented to me, I can carry the weight of that. Yeah, and so I, I, I understand that. Man. I'm like, there's a strength in, on, on the inside of me that's being unlocked. That's that has unlocked for me to be presented with this. Yeah, I just smile at stuff now, man, and laugh. Yeah, but I'm all, I'm always looking for a lesson. I'm always looking for what am I supposed to get out of it? Hey, listen. The 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 great goat MJ himself said, "You never lose, you learn." Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You never you never yes. take you never take a loss. You're just taking a lesson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was, that was my thing. My ego used to be in the way a lot. I still deal with my ego, especially with uh, rejection. I took it as Oh, that mean I ain't good enough. I'm just being redirected in another direction. You're going to always get an opportunity to, you know what I'm saying, redirect. You know what I'm saying? It's going to always be another opportunity for you to redirect. The thing is, you're going to take that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that I understand that rejection doesn't mean that I'm not worth anything or rejection doesn't mean that I don't deserve something. Right. I'm glad I got that now because that was a belief on the, in, in my subconscious mind that I lived by. Mm. It was a false belief. And I had to wing myself off of that. Mm. So let let's let's go back down memory lane again. So your people may not know your journey. So we did the RDP thing, and then after we did RDP, can you share with us the rest of your journey, like as far as musically? Yeah. Um... RDP went on a break because a lot of changes going on in the group. And um, 
got to the point where some of the members was hitting me. I was like, yo, when we gonna start back? When we gonna do this? And I was like, letting them know, like, we're gonna start back soon. But I knew that something new was supposed to come. I didn't know what. Change. Yeah. And I remember being over your crib and saying, like, yo, I'm gonna move to New York. Mm. And I was like, man, we need to move to New York. And because that came to me, I'm thinking, like, we all a crew. We all need to move to New York. Yeah. And you said, I ain't going no damn New York. I ain't lost nothing in New York. <laughs> and so I was like, damn, I'm going to have to go by myself. Right. So it was probably another couple of months before I went. But I, I remember I went. No, it was actually another year before I went. Right. I remember I went solo. I didn't start a group, but I was like, I'm supposed to be solo. Which was weird for me because I never wanted to be a solo artist. I wanted to be in the group because I felt like I didn't have the what they consider the it factor to stand alone. Mm. I won't like you know, I ain't look like nobody else, I ain't sound like nobody else. So I was like, I need to be in the group. End up going solo. A solo gospel actually. Right. And uh when I would go perform, I got more into myself creatively. And when I would go perform, my clothing and my artistic expression was an issue. But from my perspective, I was like, yo, art needs to be in the church. Mm-hmm. Art needs to be in the church. But that system wasn't um, ready for that. Was it ready for it, or it just wasn't a part? Which, if you go back and you know, in time, in time, art was a very big part of church. You know, with the paintings and stuff, and all those old churches back yeah. overseas and stuff. But <clears throat> I just took it as this isn't my mission. So yeah. I took time away, and I didn't do any music, and I started. A t-shirt company named Pluto. Shouts out to Pluto. I had a couple Shout Pluto, Pluto shirts. I started making shirts, and I was selling shirts for like $10. And I went up to 15 after a while, because everybody was asking me for them. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went to go see, it was this like, lounge named Genarios. Not Genarios, um, what was that lounge in Raleigh? That's what it is. Genarios? 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 No, Genarios was around the corner over there by um, the American Legion, the club we used to go to Mm. in high school. That's Genarios. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my godma used to own it. I know what, what, I had a birthday party at that joint you're talking about, though. Yeah, but the joint in Raleigh. You had a birthday joint in the joint in Raleigh? Yeah. Okay. I think I, I think I went with you that night or something. Yeah. But um, everybody, everybody used to go. Yeah, they used to go there and they were seeing like covers or whatever. This is like when open mics was like at the peak. Yeah. And so I told my mom, I was like, I'm going to this spot. Um, at Raleigh, the, the scene tonight. She was like, spot. She said, what's the spot? This is a place called um, whatever the name was. She was like. Let me tell you something. No son of mine is about to get on drugs. <laughs> I said, what? 
No, that's no, but that's a thing though, bruh. Like she <laughs> She was just looking out for you, man. I said, what are you? I said drugs. She said, uh 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 stuff stuff certain stuff come with certain stuff. She started saying all these quotes. I said, you know what? Chill. I ain't say chill to my mama because I wouldn't be alive today. But I, in my head, I'm like, you know, you should relax. Like, yeah. I'm just going to sing. Right. But I knew that there was something else I was supposed to do. Mm. And so I went and sung. I was going to that thing every week. And I just fell in love with being free i could do i, I could sing that. i could i didn't have to just talk about one thing i and i was i started about writing songs and i was working with um greg cox yeah way back then and um shout i remember before I went shout out to g cox shout out to g cox i remember marquise i wrote this song called new fly guy hicks and Huh? Marquis Hicks? Yeah, I wrote this song called New Fly Guy, Marquis Hicks. And he called me. He was like, yo, can you sing background for me on this, uh, on our live recording? And I was like, no, nah, I can't do it. I already got a gig. Because at that time, I was solo gospel. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'll pay you. I said, how much? He was like, $50. I said, 100 and he was like, all right. I said, all right, bet. <laughs> so I went to go, I went to go sing. I was a hustler back then, and I think I was the only singer that got paid. Hey, no, nah, <laughs> bro, you, bro, bro, you was real, a real hustler, though, bro. And I mean, you, when we, when we had the group, you did it in a, a good way. Like, you, you did it like you were supposed to do, like anybody should do it. But everybody don't do it like that. We know we know people be jipping jipping the band and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but you learn stuff like that from the street. Yeah. And how like saying like being older least. people deal with money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna do people right, but I'm gonna make sure niggas give me my money so yeah. I can do my people right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I canceled that gig. And I went to go perform. I was like, also, um, I want to be able to perform my song. So I was like negotiating. And I knew these people ain't know me. But I was like, I know if I get in front of these people, this song going to hit. And it was on um, Greg produced the record. And I remember I was there that, that night. You were, you were there, Jelly. Yeah, we were there. And Ivan Powell was there. Rest in peace to um. Dr. Ivan Powell. Eric Kemper was there. And Bones. Eric Kemper and Bones used to sing with GA, Touch Urban yeah. GA. And so, you know, we worship Touch Urban GA and Soundcheck. Mm-hmm. So I'm singing, I saw my song, it hit. <laughs> and Eric came back on stage and he was like, yo, what they do that? And he started singing the song, I'm the new fly guy. And it was like, yo, Eric calling you back to the stage. He's calling you back to the stage. I'm like, Eric Kemper? Because, you know, we know him from the Victory DVD. So. Right, right. 
I came back out and I, um, we kind of sung it together or whatever. And I was like, yo, I think I'm dope. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like making music at the crib with just me and Greg and um, you and the other people. That's one thing. We were happy with it. But for outside people that don't know us, they'd be like, yo, I fucks with this. It's like, damn, okay, maybe I can do this. But it just confirmed what I always knew. Right. Like, yo, we're going to make it. We're going to make it be. You know, we used to always say this. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted RDP to work out. I really did. But I had to let it go. So, so then you transitioned and you tried out for Diddy? No, I tried out for American Idol. Okay. Actually, first. And then... Um, once I went um, solo, there I seen Diddy was um, doing making his band, make yeah yeah making his band. He was looking for background singers and band members. Mm. So it was I kept the commercial kept popping up on TV, and I was like, yo, I felt like I just felt like I need to go. I'm supposed to go. Just just yeah. you know try your luck. Yeah. yeah. And so I got my outfit together. I told Greg about it. He was like, yo, I'm going to go too. Right. And so I told um, my homeboy Jamario at the time, I told him about it. And he was like, I'm not going. So me and his dad was trying to think of ways to get him to go. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't budging. I think his dad ended up being like, I'm buying you a ticket and you're going. And it was like, all right, I go. Because Jamari didn't, he didn't want to go to the rejection. Think about it. It's thousands of people. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. Road. So me and Greg to the Chinese bus, Jamari flew. You know, his people had a little bit more change than we did. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm on the bus. And I actually, Jamario and Greg made it on the show at the audition. Dope. Um, but I remember I, I did the audition. We waited in line for hours. It was cold. I met some cool people in the line. And and what location know, did y'all audition? Um, the SIR Studios in New York. Okay. In Manhattan. And um, I remember walking in, and I was like, I got this. And there was a guy that went in front of me. He sung for them. He was like, and they let him through. I was like, oh, I got this shit in the bag. Mm. I know how to sing. <laughs> I went and sung. And it was one of the judges, I ain't gonna say his name. I started singing. He was like, no. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, we gonna say what his name was. Say, no, I ain't saying no damn names. No, let me see. Ooh. You ain't saying no names, brother. Go, I ain't saying no names. <laughs> all right, all right, go ahead, go ahead. So he was like, I start singing. Um, all this love is waiting for you. Oh, baby, my darling. And so I don't. I know I was singing a song verbatim. Mm-hmm. 
And he was like, no, 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 dude, you're singing it wrong. This is one of my favorite songs. I will not sit here and, Man, and listen I to this guy butcher this tell, song like that. I wish you would tell the people who this was. Go ahead, though. Um, and so I was like, so the, another judge was like, okay, hold on, hold on. I think he got something here. See, he said, you know the other songs? And I was like, yeah, I know the other songs. He said, sing another song. So I started singing that song. Which was? And, which was? I don't remember. Um, and he didn't, they just went with it. Mm. I don't know if it was my look. I probably was my look back then. Um, so I ended up they was like, no, thank you. And I walk off. I'm like, wait, no, I'm supposed to, I came all this way. I'm supposed to make it. I'm supposed to make it. This was, I felt like I was, I, I looked at the commercial a hundred times and this isn't what I felt. Mm. So they had me, you had to wait for, um, you know, for your group of people, everybody in your group to audition, and then you all walk out. Mm. So the guy behind me couldn't really sing at all for real. Do you know that, that this nigga went through? No. They gave this nigga a ticket. So I'm looking down the ground like, wait, can, did I sound like you? Mm. What the fuck? And so when I walked out, I had sung, I had already sung for everybody in the line, basically. So when I walk out, they're like, Aah! and I'm like, shaking my head like, no. And then they was like, boy, stop playing with your ticket. I'm like, no, I'm serious. Like, I didn't get through. Hey, so everybody hey. in line got discouraged because they're like, yo, yo ass can sing. Mm-hmm. I know you ain't getting in. No, we ain't getting in. <laughs> so Greg looked at me and he was like, I got you. Right. I got you. And um, Jamario was looking at me like, yo, you didn't get in? How? And so I could feel that Jamario was kind of like, discouraged. He didn't get in. I know I ain't getting in. But I, Jamario had this zeal with him where he just knew, you know. He can pl- flat out play, though. Absolutely. And Greg had this I ain't got nothing to lose mentality. And he can flat out play. This is the thing, Luigi. I didn't lose in the audition. I lost on the bus mm. on the way there. I said out of my mouth and just to anybody that speaks anything negative about themselves, you got to be careful what you say about yourself and about what you're doing. I said out of my mouth, looking out the window, mm-hmm. I said, it's three of us. There's no way all of us are going to make it. Mm, speak to the people. And when I said that, that's when I lost. Mm. Now, it wasn't meant for me to be in the house because I wasn't in the house. I didn't make it on the show. Mm. But... That came from me putting it out into the universe that all of us ain't gonna make it. And when mm. you say stuff like that, God ain't gonna be like, I'm gonna I'm, I'm knock one of them off. No, he's gonna knock off the one that spoke. Mm. This is another segue for me to say that that Bible, man, that thing it, that is, is parallel to our lives, it's real, as real as it can be. It says life and death is in the power of the tongue, man. You know. Had I went into the house with that lack of belief, I could have been poisonous to somebody else. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been able to execute 
um, the job properly. I would have been doubting the whole time. Exactly. And on top of everything, I wasn't ready. I'm glad I didn't make it on that um, show because I wasn't ready. You might have been homesick or something. You never know. Yeah, I, you know, being in um, California um, for that long period of time and it's reality TV. I, I just, I'm glad that things happened the way it did. And like we I, said I remember, before. I remember years later realizing, yo, I didn't lose at the audition. I lost on the bus on the way from North Carolina to New York. Mm. And you also learned a lesson. Absolutely. And let me tell you something, though. When my niggas won, support I, it. I supported. There yeah. was no, I was so no happy doubt. No doubt. for them because I knew how bad Jamario wanted to um, be a, a pro musician because yeah. he knew he had what it took. Exactly. I didn't know I had what it took. But he knew. Yeah. Greg knew he had what it took. Yeah. And that's why they got on. Right. And and that's why they're still, you know. Thriving. We didn't know this is the thing, we didn't know no industry people other than our parents, and that was round the way. Yeah. You're talking about country boys that ain't never been nowhere for real. That's amazing, man. When you got when you got some ambition, some desire, some willpower, you know what I'm saying? You got that faith that anything isn't that's impossible can be possible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anything can happen, bro. Like you shoot for the Shoot for the stars and land on the moon. You heard that one before, right? Absolutely. You know, so this has been this has been a good episode, man. I appreciate you coming through and blessing us, man. For sure, man. Um I know you seriously got some stuff coming up that you might want to share with the people right now so that they can um, follow you and be on point with, with what's what, what's next with some more. So can you share that with us right now, please? Um, no, I have nothing to share. Um, stay away from me, everyone. Um, leave me alone. Okay. Um, okay. You still quarantined? I will be. All right. <laughs> I'm going to be on major stage Instagram all day today. They're doing the likes um, of Simone. Um, don't know what they expect me to be showing during quarantine. Um, like I guess I'll be showing like my regimens and what I do throughout the day. They already missed one, my workout um, with my private trainer. Okay. Um, How is that, by the way? It's going good. Um, I, during this quarantine, I didn't want to be, become lazy or be like, you know, I've been resting a lot, but I also wanted a routine of like, get your ass up. Right. I mean, you got to go back to a normal life when it's over with, so you might as well have a routine now. Yeah. And plus I want my body to be in the best shape it can be. Mm -hmm. Not that. 
not so that um yeah so i can be my best self as an artist but i'm thinking past that when i'm 79 i want to still be able to to go for a job right so if i treat my body right now it'll treat me better and my goal is of course so you're gonna be on what is that called again major stage major stage Yep, on Instagram today. I also have a new single out. Okay. LA Unplugged, you did. That song produced by Union Wilkes. Yep. Shout Never out to Shout out to Union and Wilkes. Absolutely. Okay. So yeah. Uh you got a you got another single coming out too, right? No. Oh, I thought you had it. No, I just put out a single. Oh, okay. Uh, you had a, the visual. Okay. Okay. The visual. Did Did you guys well, like? I hope um, you guys like the visual. I I love the visual that you did. Thank you, man. I had on my favorite white sandals. And I gotta have one of them shirts too. Them one of them sweaters. For sure. You know, everything's shut down right now, so we don't have any ab- available. Yeah. But I'm going to do some different colors. Yeah, I got to have some like, long sleeve joints and some short sleeves because it's getting hot. I got to have a black and white or a black and, and lime green. The black and lime green would be dope. Yeah. Yeah, man. I love yeah. that visual, though. Yeah. You might as well go ahead on and sh- bless us with with a, with a full video of the whole, uh, video visual of the whole exit jump <laughs> while we in quarantine. Yeah, um, that was just a performance presentation. It wasn't even the actual video. Wow! So you just you just keep teasing us and teasing us man I, I, we like the suspense but we kind of you know kinda... I'm teasing for a reason <laughs> I'm not on tonight <laughs> <laughs> oh god on tonight I know it's morning but it's on tonight <laughs> You stupid, man. <laughs> oh, man. No. Yeah. Thank you for having me, man. I know of it's course. hard to get, it's hard to, you know, be able to do an interview on, on this show. It took me weeks. My PR team uh, took them weeks to get in contact with your people. Mm. So thank you for having me on your platform. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why, why. It took so long for us to, you know, but, you know, I guess, you know, my people was, you know. They, they didn't know who, they weren't familiar with me. So that was like, oh, some old, who? Okay. Yeah. So they answered the email a year later, but it's cool. We're here. Okay. I, I mean, I appreciate, you know, waiting it out, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you've been amazing. Hey. <laughs> Nonetheless. I did something right. I came back twice. So, yeah, man. You, you know, I, I'm I'm honored because you know you you don't really double back on interviews and stuff. You know, you, I don't. You did the Terrell 
junk, you know, that blew up, of course. So hopefully this will blow up. <laughs> shout out to Terrell. Yeah, shout out to Terrell. Go so watch that season three that he got out. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, oh, before we get out of here, did you watch the Clark Sisters yet? Okay. Okay. Hello. Hello. You ain't hear my question. The phone went out. Oh, <laughs> I said, did you watch the Clark Sisters yet? Huh? Oh. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> That's not one of the questions we talked about in the briefer. <laughs> To all interviewers out there, if you ask me something that we didn't brief with for, just know that I'm going to go silent on your motherfucking ass. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Comedy. Oh, man. I wish you could have seen how I was looking around the room. I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. All right, man. So um, we're going to talk about that later offline. Um, hey, you know the, uh, you know the Tootsie, Tootsie Slide Drake song? No. Huh? What's the Tootsie Slide? You ain't seen, man. See, I got I'm gonna, I got to get you hip. I keep trying to tell you, you disconnected from the world. <laughs> We gonna get you hip to that. All this, all he, all he know is music, uh, recording. Now I be into some other shit. It's just I don't be into what everybody else into. I feel you. I be painting on houses and shit. Oh, did you finish your uh painting for your room yet? No, there's a certain uh, paint color that I want that they have in stock. When you when you uh finish that, you gotta show the people your your um canvas, man. Yeah, I might. Well, I, th- I think that, I think that would be dope if you shared it. Yeah, I might. Somebody might want to. Somebody might want to buy. I'll be sharing it. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, how's your manager, man? How's he doing? Let's uh, we let let's give him a shout out. We ain't... shout out to Quincy Art. Quincy's doing good, man. I talked to him earlier this morning. Okay. And, uh, 
It's all good. Cool. All right. Keeping things moving. Tell my manager the price, and I might come. I might come. All right, man. I appreciate you coming through again. We we're gonna be looking at uh IG today so we can see how you living. Absolutely. Show us show us some, some good give us some good laughter because we need it, man, this time during this time. No, ain't shit funny. Give y'all that real. <laughs> Matter of fact, go get street past. I don't know where that nigga is, man. You I need, gotta call him. We gotta find him. He in quarantine with two babies. You feel me? <laughs> well, all right, G. All right, bro. Blessings. Blessings. So there you have it. We um about to wrap it up, man. It was good talking to some old again, sharing a little bit of our journey. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys uh got some good jewels, some good nuggets. Um please remember. Every day is about being better, bettering yourself, trying to better others around you. I'm out. Peace.
I'm done breaking 